This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Today, Ms. Hashem, we'll speak about someone you may have heard of. Um, we actually did a shtickle from him today, and that is the Balakeda, Rabbi Yitzhak Arama. Arama. Um, and the Sefer itself is has an extraordinary place in Kalal history. I, even though a contemporary uh, learner today, a contemporary reader today, would find it very, very hard to learn it. Um, I mentioned many times we did it. We did it in the Sefer Shirim. We have pieces there. We have a, a, a member of Shapiro told me before he looked at it. I told him, you know, the Sefer uh, said that you would do a big favor if you extract the pieces from the Akeda that are the main points. Um, the Akeda itself is a sefer that is extremely big. It's extremely lengthy. It has, um, an, an each, it has a shar. It starts with a hakdama. It asks a lot, a lot of shailas on the psukim. Then it develops an idea, goes back to the psukim and answers it. The old print was horrible. It was it was just um, Rashi script without any punctuation. It was really very unlearnable. Baruch Hashem, um, someone put it out in, in Square, and, and Ozva Hoda recently put it out in a very nice way, and so on. The Sefer is is a certain landmark, and I'll explain why. So first, let's talk about the Machab himself. Where do I know my information from? So the truth is, like we always say, the best places to get from the Sefer itself. I obviously to sit down and to go through it is not an easy task, so I didn't do it, of course. And it also is, it, it, besides the fact that it's voluminous, he also um, he, he also writes a bit poetically. It's not it's not an easy to go through. What, what do we have from the Chavos? So first, a little bit. So, we, so first, we, where did I get it from? So there, um, there's, in the Akdama, someone put together a bit of information about him, again, culled from his writings, and someone else also put out, recently, somebody named Zewald put out a safe on Balakate, it's, it's this thick, fits, it fits the, the, the Sfarim, but the vast majority of it is, he'll, 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 for instance, he'll, he'll write something about him, and then explain what else was happening in the same country at the same time, and, and other Gdolim wrote the same period, the first Madura and the second Madura, the differences, it's, it's, it's the kids, he has for some reason um, a fascination with the family, and they have people today who trace the lineage back, so every single person, it's really everything you wanted and didn't want to know about the arcade is, is, is over there, but it's incredible work, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's kolakavod for, for the person, that's the best source. If you, but even going through that safer is not easy because just so much you have to just keep looking what is he writing at this point but this firm so he was born in 1420 in Spain and died in 1494 if you 1492 was the Giris which means that he was he was he was uh, expelled from Spain and he, he ran away from Spain and ended up in Naples in Italy and died there two years later that was the that was Ribeskar Ma. He the Sfarim, he was 
a Rosh Hashiva, he learned by Rabbi Yitzhak Knafenton, who, I don't know, those of you who are Shir, he, Rabbi Yitzhak Knafenton has, um, he, he put out a safe on the, on the Dark Gemara, on the Dark Limud, he um, learned by him in yeshiva, subsequently seemed to have opened the yeshiva in the same town, which is interesting, it's not usual, it's not halachli, unless you have a shus, you don't do it. He then ended up in, um, for whatever reason, he left, and he became more of a rav figure, a darshan, and um, and that's what that's what it uh, th- that's where the sperm come from. The sperm that we have from him are the the, the akeda, which is five thick volumes on Komish. He wrote on the Megillus. He wrote a sefer called Yad Avshalom. He had a son-in-law who passed away a month after after the Hasna, so he wrote a sefer Lilnish Masar and Mishlei. He also wrote an important sefer called Chazut Kasher, Chazus Kasher, which is a defense of Yiddishkeit um, f- against the philosophers, the Christians, and the Muslims. These were three forces that fought against. And they all really were were really taking the toll on Kalisrol. And he wrote about each one defending, dealing with issues and so on. The um, just as uh, before we talk about this for themselves, just to show what kind of Bal Halacha, the Beis Yosef quotes him. Beis Yosef quotes him in one place. When the Beis Yosef in Hilchis in Yom Kippur discusses the various piyutim to say, so there's a shaila how many times you say Vakanim Va'am in the um, in the in the, the voted Musaf, and the Beis Yosef says the Abalakeda has in one of his sharim goes through the entire voda. He does not he does not mention the fact that there was another time that they said you know Bar Shemkot Rusa and so on. Therefore, it's a riot at not. So he used the Akeda in Chumis as a riot. So the Akeda was held in great esteem. The Akeda also brings at the end of his Sefer Yad of Sholem that he was very against the Piyutim. He said, he writes quite sharply against the Piyutim. Of, of, he singles out Ivan Gaviral, wrote a Piyut where he said, it's impossible to understand. People would say it in Yom Kippur in the morning. He said it's impossible to understand it um, because it's so complicated, so it adds to no kavanas of people. He said the only thing about it that people see and know is that his name is, I, I think, eight times or a dozen times, um, you know, written out in acrostics. Like in the old time, the Mahav would write it. He said it's almost as if it's a shame of a furish that saying it over helps you. <laughs> and he, that's what he writes. He's very sharp. And he said, I was in the, in the in the city where I was, that they shouldn't say it anymore. He felt it did not help anything or so on. Those are two interesting halacha points. But the Sefer itself is fascinating, the for many reasons. I think what what is what's most fascinating for is the um, his a his being at ease with philosophy and at the same time with Kabbalah. In other words, he quotes a lot of constantly 
it was always quoting Seifamides, Chochamechot. Seifamides is Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics, and he, he quotes it all the time. On the other hand, the Chosh of the thing, in other words, the Zohar, he brings many times, and this is not long after the Zohar, this is 200 years of the Zohar came out. He quotes him quite often, quotes the Zohar, Seifanelam, he calls it in different names, but at any rate, um, he quotes it. He, he sees Kabbalah as being by far the most important part, but philosophy is an important language. So he uses philosophy as the language for the ideas, and that's why also it's a reason why people today find it a bit difficult, even though there's no reason it's, it's, you know, it's, it's got its vocabulary and you, once you figure it out. But it's, it's a safer that straddles Sichlius and, and uh, you know, Kabbalah, beyond Sichlius. He, he, his things that he says are a lot of, make a lot of sense. Today we sort of stickle on Shalom, what Shalom means. It's a very logical piece. It's a piece about understanding the interaction of different parts and pieces, and Shalom is the thread that ties together. It, these things make a lot of sense, but that's one. on the other hand, he subscribes very much a Kabbalah and so on. So it's a unique safer in the fact that it straddles both. Some people have felt that the morale is similar. I mean, there's no direct connection we know of, but the morale on Kaponim didn't live much later. Moral basically uh, lived the next century, in the next century. But the idea of, of using language that we, that the terminology is taken from philosophy, but the ideas Navan is taken from this, that that that's um, it, it, that's a prototype for it. The sefer itself, so so basically, it, it, his sefer is organized like sharim, it, and each shar deals with. A particular point, and it's very long, and 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 you know, and with a lot of details and so on and so forth. He, um, what's fascinating is how accepted he was, understanding that the the svarim that are called philosophical svarim were rejected by later Doros, um, and yet. The, the the array of svarim that um, that accepted him. So I, I'll list the mashor mentions them four times, the shalor kodesh eighty times. The Ramah has a sefer teiras ha'ila on on the beis and so on. Teiras and he has it on Amigdalas Esther Pirush. He mentions him over one hundred fifty times. Almost every in, in terms of all this, almost every page, like the, he's like the prototype. What's most fascinating is the Vilna Goyen in his peers initially mentions him. Vilna Goyen almost never mentioned any svarim outside of Rishonim and Chazal and Rishonim. It's you know, the, and uh, especially a sefer that's philosophical. The Goyen mentioning it says an awful lot about it. Besides. Moving on to someone, so we mentioned the Goyen, the Toldos Yaakov Yosef, who was one of the earliest Hasidic Sfarim, he was one of the two main Talmidim of the um, Baal Shem Tev, mentions him many, many, many times. I mean, the, the, the Hasidim were very, very against philosophy. 
And the fact that they saw it, that, that I mean, he mentions it many times in other Siddish form, quite a few other Siddish form mention it. Which, but the Toldos especially, Toldos was the first door, it was a Talmud of Baal Shem Tev, and mentioning the Akedah meant that the Akedah was like the Aleph base. This was, this was a Sefer that was unquestionable. There's someone else, they quote a Sefer, I couldn't get my hands on it. Um, the, the, the databases don't have it. It's called, um, I think, Elif Ksav. It's a Chassidish Talmud Reb Chaim Sanza. Elif Ksav, I think it's called. It's a Talmud of, of the Reb Chaim Sanza. And he writes that everything you find there, Rizal and the Chassidish firm, is all already in the Akeda, which is really a stunning statement. Um, but the point is, if you think about it, there is, um, the ideas are there. They're in a very different language, but the ideas are there, and that's why it's such a unique safer that he was able to use the language of philosophy and, and convert it. He lived in a very, very difficult kufa. We spoke, we spoke about the Rashpats and the others. 1391 was, was the beginning of the end. That's when you had all of the massacres and the first Girish and so on. For another hundred years, it was on and off, on and off, until 1492, they were finally thrown out. Besides the fact that they were um, being uh, persecuted by the Christians all the time, they also were falling apart in Ruchnius. On the one hand, philosophy was very popular, and philosophy basically um, took them away from um, took them away from Yiddishkeit. Christians between persecuting them and enticing them. A lot of people were sort of either they felt it just a lot more convenient to be a Christian or they were taking this. There was something very magnificent and glorious about the church and unfortunately a lot of people fell for it. The Muslims killed, I'm not aware that the Muslim, I mean, Muslim would force conversions, but the more, first more too powerful with that. And, and he wrote Chazut Kosha to combat that. I want to try to read a few pieces, a few points from it. So, um, first of all, he says, um, he speaks a little bit about what it is that they, what is the message to the kids? He says like this, he, um, he says, they tell, they speak to Talmidim who are not terribly mature. Um, why, why learn Shechitas and Bedikas, Abaya Verova? Let's learn some real Chachma, Aristotle and his Talmidim and so on. In other words, um, that, that it's, it's so not different than the scholar of a few hundred years later. Here we have on the one hand this arcane um, nitpicking about specific halachas and things like that, and you have brilliant philosophy and sweeping ideas, universal points. I mean, it was extremely tempting. That was, that was the pitch that they gave. And he says, it's very interesting, he says um, in Chazutz Kosher, this is Yiralev, 
he says, um, it's not that philosophy has no value. You also need it in order to learn because first of all, it helps you um, structure ideas. And then he says, it's, um, it, it's also helpful to understand we need to have the ideas that are on the ground as a stepping stone for the next set of ideas which are beyond. But he says, everyone, each one of these two disciplines should keep to their own. In other words, they should not pretend to be able to tell me what's right and what's wrong. Let philosophy deal with the earthly issues and the, 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 the ideas, and then let Torah deal further. And this is Betzim, this is the philosophy, and I, I think it's right. He quotes Aristotle constantly, constantly in terms of, you know, um, good, bad, things like that. But what he does is he, he understands it as being um, he, that Aristotle understood the Metzias, the way a scientist could tell you everything about a body but can't tell you what a person is. So a scientist can describe every cell in the body, but what is a person is a question beyond him because it's not, it's not the cells. The same thing also, philosophy, in those days philosophy and science were kind of seen being sort of the same disciplines. Philosophy dealt with, 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 with sort of facts in this world. So those are the basic points, but understanding why and where from and all of that, that's where Torah comes in. So, so that was his point, and, and that's why he had no hesitation using it. On the other hand, he, was, he, he, he understood how much it's wrecking Klausel, and that's why he wrote against a lot of it. He also writes about the impact uh, Christianity had and, and the persecutions. He says a terrible statement. I'm not sure if it's literal or not. He speaks about, in, in the Teichacha, about how the Torah is Mekuyim, and he, and he shows how each of the Psukim sort of is the things that are happening. He says, um, In our days, that the smoke of Kaisal went up, um, you know, went up to heaven in all of Spain and the, and the islands around it. Shlishtan a third he were burnt in the fire a third ran away in all sorts of different places the rest of them um, are scared um, maybe you know they'll be found out and so on so I don't know if he means literally a third converted you know it's what he's saying basically is a third were killed a third ran away and a third converted and are scared that they're going to be uncovered I'm not sure. I, I don't know um, if he means it just yesh v'yesh v'yesh, or actually a third. But but it pretty pretty very powerful numbers. He has a very fascinating um, discussion. In someone asked a guy asked a friend of his, why is it that a Jew who converts into to Christianity? needs to give a get to his wife. 
he's no longer Jewish, he's out of the fold. So there's a, there is a big halachic issue in, in, about a mummer, whether or not he is, um, el, whether he, has, he can do yibum, whether he needs to give a get. We pass him yes, but, but it's, it's, it's a discussion. And someone asked, so he said, a chacham asked me that one of the goyim um, who was trying, one of the goyim asked him that the Jews were trying to get a convert to give a get, and he didn't want to. And this guy asked him, why? If he left the fold, um, he, it's as if he isn't. And why isn't his wife in Almana? That was the question. So the Akedah's well, friend told him that I answered that you can get rid of attributes, but you can't get rid of the essence. So a yid is not a religion that you picked up. It's who you are, and therefore you can't get rid of it. So the Akedah told him, um, your answer is right, but I don't think you convinced the guy. Now, w- the reason why it was important to convince the guy is not because we want the guy to go with a good feeling that they got a good terrorist on, on the kasha. It's obviously we want him to help us get the poor, the guy to give the poor aguna uh, a get. So that Kata says his terrorist is that when you get married, different levels all levels of yourself get married. You're a person and you're a Jew. So even if as a Jew you're, um, you're, not, you're not a Jew anymore, but as a human being you're still married. And the get is needed because just like a Goyesh, you know, there's an HSH here also. So he felt that his terrors would address the guy would be able to understand it from his vantage point also. He speaks about um, the uh, he speaks about the the fact that Spanish has replaced Lashon Kodesh, and many people don't understand Lashon Kodesh anymore. It had a tremendous impact. The fact that it was so acculturated. There's a famous piece that he writes. Um, we've seen it in the in the um, we, we've seen it in Shurim when we say sometimes, and this piece has become a, a cornerstone in our hashkafa, in dealing with certain public issues. Um, and it goes like this. It's, 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 it, the piece deals with the people in stone and how come they were punished and so on. And um, it's a longer rechus, but one of the nekudas that he speaks about is as follows. He says, um, th- there was there were Rabbanim and leaders of the Kehillah there were unfortunately um, houses of ill repute Jewish ones and there were people in the community including Rabbanim and leaders of the community who felt that these places should be supported because they said the other option is that people will be Mezana with Goyim with Goyas or with, um, with married women. So isn't it better that we set up uh, places for them that, doesn't, that don't have these isurim? That was, a, that was a, a, a public position. And he writes that I was very adamant and I came down very hard on them. And I said like this, when a person does an Avera, 
a private Avera, it's his problem. But when a community sanctions something wrong, even if it's lesser, it, it, it's, it's a terrible Avera because it's the Klal is supporting something. Um, and he, let's see if I can read the uh, exact word. Uh, um, I argue with them. And I told them, and Avera that a Jew, no matter how harsh the Avera is, if he's over Besesa without public approval, it's a personal Avera. And he will have to pay the price for it. But he says, a small Avera, if the public lends its approval, so he said, it's a type of thing that all of Kali Yisrael has to pay the price for it, because all of Kali Yisrael participated in Avera. Um, so he, he was very, very strong against it, and he says that's why by stone, since the, since the Averas they did was with public approval, then the, then, then the, 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 the nation as a whole needed to be destroyed. This has become actually a, um, this has become actually a cornerstone for a lot of modern psokim. Reb Chaim and uh, others, different kufis, where the following situation arose. The Rabbanim can allow, this was a case that was not of Abramsky, um, if, if, if they agree, Marshall, the, the government wants to do something Chil Shabbos, and you getting them to make it a Rabbanan instead of the Raisa, is it a good idea or not? And he said, no, because as of now, we stand firmly against it. So it's their problem. If we agree to Rabbanan, then it's true that there is less, but we're agreeing to it. It's us, and that's much worse. Um, the same thing was true of Chaim Moiseh. There was a question of, there was no kosher meat. To, to be mad to something which is a Rabbanan, he also felt that the difference, and he quotes, they all quote this Akeda as a cornerstone for public policy, that Averis, yes, a Yochid should try to do lighter Averis than, than stronger Averis, but, not, but, but when you're doing it in, um, as a, with public approval, then, then, then you're dragging the whole Kalal into it. The um, he he, this forum that he wrote, were um, he, he he went over it a few times. There was an interesting, um, bit difficult to understand Asik with it. His son writes about it, that his the, the Abarbanel seems he he was friendly with Abarbanel. They wrote letters to each other. I think Abarbanel might have supported him at some point. And they wrote the return to each other. There were some of the things that the Kader wrote him that his son writes, Myanmar writes, that Dabramil printed in the Sefer without attributing the name. 
Um, very unclear why that is, what that is. It's uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's, it's the different different uh, guesses that maybe this it was written first time round without any names, and it, it didn't get around to Sekhmadur. I'm not sure why. But upon him, um, he ended up. Unfortunately, he was he was one of the golem. He was one of the refugees, and was sniffed shortly after two years afterwards. But his safer is a landmark. In 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 in. in Nobody who was as philosophical as that was accepted by so many Yisrael. And, and there are so many people, he was, he was seen as the safer, the safer of Hashkafa, of Shitas, like the Akedah was, you know, as people's patience began to wear thin, people didn't learn it. But in the old days, Akedah was a serious safer that anybody serious learned. And today, that we have it in the normal print, we can take out the pieces and learn. It's not they're not the end of the world. It's it's, but the idea of having having a body that's made of chachmas olam and a neshama that's 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 really a, a Yiddish neshama is is a unique combination. That's why, like the morale, the morale uses language that's philosophical, but the ideas are coming from Kabbalah, and there's no mistake. He's not a philosopher. The point was, and, and, and the problem with philosophy was, what it did was it destroyed halacha. Like he writes, he, they, they, the attitude of philosophy was that the Torah is a marshal, and the main thing are the ideas, and the mitzvahs are lavdafka, it's just, it just the, the, you know, it's the ideas behind the mitzvahs. That, that's how philosophy destroyed, this, the, the, the destroyed the Yiddishkeit. He didn't shy away from philosophy, but he said, philosophy can't tell me what's right and what's wrong. Philosophy can't tell me anything other than what exists in this world. So it has its place. It's a good terminology to help you articulate ideas well. It helps you, you know, categorize them. But Lemaise, um everything comes from, but the teichen and the content and everything beyond is, is from different places, is, is from Mokram of Kedusha. It's unique. It's a safer that straddles. It, it was written in the Tkufa where basically philosophy came to an end. Afterwards, there wasn't much of that type of philosophy. Um, it was a whole, everything came to an end at that time. It's a whole new Tkufa Kaisel. And his safer, in many ways, stands as um, it, 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 it stands as, as one of the strongest pillars of what's considered to be um, mainstream Ashkafa. Um, the ideas that he develops and the things he says are really the fact that the Goyen mentions him is incredible the Goyen doesn't mention anybody the fact that he says he brings in La Locha when he was really speaking in, in a drasha in, 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 in you know whatever context and he's, and he's doing it I found one more thing very fascinating the reason one of the reasons why he wrote this was the Goyen forced the Jews to come hear drushes in their church on you know on Sundays, it was you know and the different different galochim different made a rule they have to come. It meant that the Jews heard ideas and people who were gullible heard all sorts of ideas that were not good, and so on. So the Sefer Kedah is based on drushes that he gave. I'm trying to figure out which audience would be able to sit through those drushes. I I I you know old Sfarim Rebbeinus and Ibishes there are many Sfarim like that that are drushes. It's unthinkable today that anyone could sit through 
an arichos like that. They're incredible arichos. I guess it's, uh, you know, Neskat Naderis is an understatement, or the people were very smart, had a lot of patience, or what. But, but, but to just to think, I mean, his arichos is incredible. And so even if he edited things, but, but, and the drushes were real substance. They had a lot, a lot of substance to it. He did use many mishalom. Many of his mishalom have become famous. Um, he also coined some phrases. I, I saw this in, in Zevalt, who, who has everything. Hamikra uh, lo yasmid comes from him. Hamikra lo yasmid means if something is not intrinsic, it doesn't last for very long. And Chochon Kabbal Nesoyen, it's fascinating. He brings it. Um, there's uh, the Rishoyim Leim Charotas, which I, which is based on a Gemara really in a Dharam, but but he formulates that way. He, he, so he's noted for his Mishalim, for his turn of phrase and so on. But at the end of the day, that people th- these were drushes that people heard, listened to, and so on. That's the so that's a little bit about the Balakeda, who really, in a certain sense, is is. Uh, he finalizes certain tukufa of uh, in, in Klai Yisrael. Okay. Uh,